Consequence Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like ska name three bands that aren't the boss tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network. You're really good at this. Yeah, I have, I have no idea what's happening. Welcome into the What Podcast, Barry Corder, Lord Taco, Brad Steiner. Uh, how are you guys? Good to see you. The Mad Taco is here. What in the I'm world here. is the Mad Taco? This is a gift from uh, David Bruce. Uh huh. Nice. He said it to me over the weekend. So yeah, okay, thanks. but so what is? But you're not. You're the happiest, jolliest man in the world. Why in the world would you be described as the Mad Taco? Do I not seem angry to you? <laughs> yes, you're a rageful, rageful yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But uh, shout out to David Bruce. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the hat. Appreciate it. How is David? Uh, doing well. Taco, when was the last time you actually got angry and rageful? Uh, what year is it? <laughs> yeah. Is this going to be one of those Jerry Seinfeld throwing yeah. up scenarios? Yeah. June 20th, 1989. <laughs> yeah. All right. um, uh, uh, David said he's considering trying to come to Moon River and take some photos if he can get a, a pass. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He got some big news. Can we share that already, or is that uh, do we know? We have big news. Who has some big news? Who has David. some big news? Oh, David, we have uh, big news. David has big news. Yeah, what was I, the big news? I, I haven't heard. Reached out to him, and they want to use his photographs, or for as they photos. should. They're phenomenal. One hundred percent agree. One hundred. That's why I want to brag on him. Yeah, he's great. Mm. Yeah, and he's a he's a classic Bonnaroo story. Uh-huh. A guy who came one time because I think his daughter, right, was coming, and he said, I'll go with, and been ever since, and uh, started taking pictures, and um, and now they're going to uh, use them, as they should, like yeah. you just said. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. <clears throat> How many uh, times have they used the Barry Quarter shots? Mm, How many Barry Quarter shots have they used it for? None times. But none I, times. <laughs> none times. I have mine. I like them. Yeah, you've got some good ones too. Yeah, yeah. Been right. in the paper, been on. Yeah, all my my screenshots or I mean my screensavers are all from Bonnaroo. So I mean, nothing like what David where, takes. That's that's where I mean Michelangelo said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I put all my good work on my phone. But, yeah. uh, never made a dime. Uh, um, <laughs> did you do Did you do this upside down too? Did you put your uh, screensaver on upside oh, right. down just like he did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, big high five episode today. Explain how uh, we're gonna go back in time and talk to first aid kits. Yeah, this was. Uh, I didn't realize this was our first year, 2018. Uh, if you remember, I, when I was listening back, uh, it was kind of a surprise. We'd been trying to get them on the show, and um, 
it was the week before we were to leave, I guess. And uh, I guess management said, hey, let's do it. And uh, they were so great and uh, jumped on. And we talked about, um, you know, they had just done the uh, uh, show with Patti Smith, which was amazing. Mm. The song mm-hmm. is so good. Uh, but we talked to them about, uh, you know, how it is a couple of sisters in Sweden uh, have such a Nashville country sound. Uh, and that's what this clip is about. And uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. They were great. They okay. were really, really cool. Uh, I love the first aid kit. I really liked it. Right about the time we um, interviewed them is about where I found them, or when I found them, and that album just knocked me off my feet how good that was back. Uh, it was 2018, huh? It feels I know, like it was right? yesterday. Yeah, that was season one. We were all just babies back then. I, I yeah. actually hesitated to go. I don't know. That's that's up to you, Taco. Was it, was it a baby? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2018, yeah. We were young. That's a baby. Okay. Well, uh, I, the show okay, was good. a baby. I had hesitated to go back because I thought it was too too recent, you know, and then, uh-huh. lo and behold, it was first year, so it's really good. Uh, the other thing, too, that uh, came through this week, and um, I, look – I know we, we kind of say this every year, but the plazas look fantastic. Uh, really well thought out. Um, I, I was overly impressed with uh, bringing the heat. I, as, as the Ruhams would say, it seems lit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the vibes are high. The vibes are high. It's lit. Uh, yeah. I can't keep up with all that. I know I can't either. Um, I make fun of Parker all the time. He'll just send he'll send nonsensical like collections of letters to me, and I'm like, "What does any of this millennial speak mean?" Uh, Mid mid bra, it's mid bra. What is he talking about? Um, But yeah, I promise you, every time I listen to one of their shows, I have to go to Google and like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, there's some sort of they have their own urban dictionary at some point because I have no idea half the things you're saying um all right so tell me about the plazas run through um what we've seen so far and uh, your first impressions uh first impressions are when we had uh cory and uh, brad parker on uh from c3 a while ago they remember they emphasized that uh wanted to they wanted to re-emphasize the plazas which i mean i never felt like it got away from but they just thought there was a way to do it better and they had come up with sort of the space theme and you see Mm -hmm. that all the way through this so um you know they were always had cool stuff but now they seem a little more um lanes as we always talk Mm -hmm. about i I will say uh, the one thing that i noticed was that we lost snake and jakes and um you know it it feels as though the superfly slash new orleans connection in uh in bonnaroo is is damn near gone um And, and I, I, it feels it makes me feel bad because I'm so tied to New Orleans. But, you know, that festival, if not for Superfly in New Orleans, you know, it, I'll never forget one of my favorite moments in all of my Bonnaroo is after, in all my Bonnaroo's is leaving the Alabama Shake Show and following a second line through Cineroo, uh with, you know, uh, the was Pre- with Prez Hall. It, was a Pre- it wasn't Prez Hall, but it was like a New Orleans rebirth brass band. It was a rebirth brass band going through a second line. That was so That was so New Orleans. And the fact that we lost Snake and Jakes and then, you know, my buddy Shaggy, who does Crawfish from Crawfish King, he does the Crawfish Boil backstage every year, every night for um, 
media yep. guests and and he's not coming back they didn't invite him back uh i just feel like the soul that was there that was born out of new orleans is just all all gone well that, one, that bums of, me one out. of my favorite moments I'll, I'll never be able to recreate was seeing elvis costello with alan toussaint which uh mm. new orleans legend i mean elvis know? costello loves by the way did i tell you my elvis costello story i don't know i don't think so Right before Mardi Gras, the day before I left for Mardi Gras, I met and hugged Elvis Costello. Oh, man. Good for you. I cried like a baby. Wow, so I got so he's doing he was doing this run at the at a very, very small theater for only like 500 people. Uh, he was doing a run of 10 songs and no, 100 songs in 10 nights. So he would do 10 different songs from his catalog each night. And then the rest of it was just sort of things that he felt like fit the moment on the fly. He went 25 songs deep. He was there for two and a half hours playing by himself, by himself. In the last like, you know, 20 minutes or so, he had like a, like an orchestral, you know, uh, backing for him. But they, I mean, they only played maybe five songs with them. The rest of it was just Elvis. And so afterwards I, I walked backstage and I was like staring. Um, and he just walks up to him. He's like, it's great to see you. And then gives me a big bear oh, hug. Wow. Oh, God. I was so, he was sweaty and wonderful. I, I loved <laughs> everything about it. Um, moment. I love Elvis. It I was a bit, oh, Elvis. God. I loved it so much, Barry. And the voice just is still so good. And it was so crazy how, you know, 10 songs in, or like first few songs, like, oh, man, Elvis, I don't know if he's got it anymore. But boy, it just gets stronger and stronger as the show went on. Um, yeah, man, what. When Highlight of my year. died, uh, you know, what, last month? Uh, it was That's what we listened to all day was Bert, and uh, obviously that leads to Bert and Elvis together. That's yeah, that's right. Look, I, I, I totally agree. And and when um he brought the Burt Backrack thing up and, and played a song for it, I cried. I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't see. You look around, and it was just gro- By the way, every person in an Elvis Costello show all look exactly the same. They all look like the liberal arts professor at Insert College here. You know, they've got the, you know, round glasses and the flowing gray hair. It's, it's hysterical. They're all wearing what Barry's wearing right now in a vest. It's just the most interesting group of people, but they're not a single person wasn't crying during the uh, Burt Bacharach tribute. God, I loved it. But you're right. I mean, and, and, and the reason I bring that up is because on the back of his guitar, one of his guitars, it said New Orleans or nowhere. Um, playoff of you know New York or nowhere, but he loves New Orleans. I forgot how much he's tied into that city. Yeah, well, like I said, that was one of those uh, that I was very pointed. I wanted to see Elvis. Uh, I didn't know a lot about uh, out in uh, Toussaint, but uh, that when I, you know, when we went over and saw it, I was like, wow, this is one of those historical moments that only at Bonnaroo and mm-hmm. will never happen again. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's one of those when people ask what your favorite shows and, you know, what have you seen? I mean, that's one of those moments you can't really describe to somebody unless you get it. Like, you you know, you get mm-hmm. it, you get the whole history of it. But um, yeah. You're, you're right. Your, your point is well taken. It's where the festival is losing uh, some of its, I, its Cajun uh, flavor. Well, I mean, I guess I guess it's to be expected. I mean, I don't know how long you can keep, you know, that tie together when there was no there's nobody left that's still sure. uh, tied to that community. It, it just bums me out because I love that community so much. And then at the end of the day. Uh, that is where Snake and Jake's in New Orleans, the dive bar that's uh, in New Orleans. Um, that's where we found out that Lord Taco really doesn't like PBR. <laughs> what are you talking that about? I love PBR. Bar. That was the bar we learned that his favorite beer is actually a Miller High Life. See, that's, 
that's what we call a callback in the business. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Uh, yeah. So legendary snake and Jake's no longer part of it. Um, and I'm, I, I hope that I hope they figure out a way to bring Shaggy back because you know I love crawfish in June. I love crawfish every day. What am I talking about? Right. I I want that crawfish boil back. Um, all right, you want to get into uh, this week's high five? Yeah, let me go through qu- real quick because there's a couple of things you ask about the plazas. Where in the woods, of course. Oh, sure. Back. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went off the tangent there a little bit. Uh, Galactic Giddy Up um, is going to be there with late night performances, all that. And, and for people who are new and they're listening. The plazas are basically where you're going to camp, but they have become a life unto their unto themselves, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Santa Ru and the the music is the main thing, uh, but they have really put a, a heavy emphasis on on life outside of Santa Ru. Like, what are you going to do the rest of the time? And uh, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, one of the things. And this uh, this sounds like a, a kind of simple thing, but I think it gets to the point that we were talking about with Corey and Brad, where these guys do a pretty good job of kind of paying attention and listening, you know, not just within their own room, uh, but what other mm-hmm. people are talking about. I think this uh, uh, Space Cadet camp and having Cracker Barrel be part of it. with Tidia, Oh, my God, Tidia I didn't see that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that, that I totally missed that. Yeah, you're, Cracker Barrel is going to be uh, offering homestyle brunch bites. Um, oh my God! I know, right? I mean, <laughs> if only they could bring if only they could bring in that Waffle House. Yep, uh, the, I mean, I've been to that Waffle House so many times. If only they could figure out a way to get the Waffle House truck in there. Um, on one end of camp, you've got. Cracker Barrel on the other end, you've got Waffle House. That would be perfect. I know. Oh my well, God, that would be they perfect. They do. Ha- they do have a food truck. Waffle House does. So it, it they do. Happen. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I know they have it. Okay, I thought you meant they have it at Bonnaroo. I haven't. I've never seen it. I want no. bring the food truck. Bring the yeah. food truck. Waffle House people. Isn't that fun though? I mean, yeah, that is that's attention. clever. Yeah, that's clever. People coming out of town and get a sausage and biscuit or a biscuit and gravy or whatever. A little piece mm-hmm. of the south. So anyway, yeah. you know we can. Uh, we can get into when is the last time you went to a cracker barrel Mm. it's got to be 15 years for me probably same yeah probably same Uh, because you know you know me i'm not out at 2 a.m in the morning that's the only time you're not out at 2 p.m in the afternoon (laughs) you don't leave (laughs) that house and i'm not going to a cracker barrel at 2 p.m that's a 2 taco you see i bet i bet i bet of all of us you're the last one to go to a cracker barrel aren't you you've been to a cracker barrel recently yeah i love cracker barrel I'm uh-huh. two miles from a Cracker Barrel here. Uh-huh. Actually, I, I take it back. I have been within the last five years. This Sunday. Uh, you know what? I can tell you exactly when it was. It was a trip to Memphis for high school girls soccer. We used to always stop in the Cracker Barrel at Jack in Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. I did it for four straight years. So. Uh, I think I think I can time. mark. I think I can mark the last time I've been to a Cracker Barrel. The last time I went to church. Because it just went hand in hand with after church went to Cracker Barrel. Uh, true, that's true. Yeah, uh, forgive me for I have sinned. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, anything else you want to get to at the plazas? Nope, I think that's the main right. thing. We we don't okay. know the uh, you know what music and those sorts of things just yet. That'll probably come in the next couple of weeks. But it's good stuff. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, we do have information about the ticket giveaway. We will share that next week. Next week, we will talk about the ticket giveaway. Uh, other than that, let's do a high five clip with First Aid Kit on the What Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello. Hi. Oh, hello. How are you guys? We are good. We are good. This is yeah. very good. Enjoying the Mm-hmm. When we started doing this show, we identified the artists that we really wanted to talk about on the air. And then we started trying to pinpoint the artists we really wanted to talk to on the air. And you guys were at the top of the list mm-hmm. because I find you guys have such an intriguing story. I love your live show so much. The way that you guys harmonize to me is as good as it gets in the business. And you guys do something so interesting with your harmonies. It's like you, you choose different ways to say simple words. You, yeah. you figure out very interesting ways and phrasing is very, very important to you guys, isn't it? I think so. I mean, it's something we do um, sort of um, very intuitive to us. Yeah. Like, it's not something that we design or, like, put any real no. real thought into it. Yeah, it just kind of comes. Like, that sounds like it's too easy, but it's, I don't know, it kind of is. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm glad he asked it that way because... A lot of what I hear has a very Nashville, a very country sound. Nashville is two hours mm-hmm. from us. You guys are obviously not two hours from Nashville. <laughs> so how how do you how did yeah. you get that sort of? Because it very much is obviously intuitive and ingrained in you guys. So where did yeah. that come from? I think just from listening to that sort of music from a very early. I mean, not very early, but from our well, early from our teenage formative years. years. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I think there's an age, like, when you're around, like, 12 to 14, where, like, the music that you get into then becomes really important to you. Like, it shapes you, yeah. And, like, those songs will always be really special to you, and that's the music that we listen to at that age, and, I mean, still do. And I think for us, it was just so refreshing to hear like we grew up um listening to like mostly pop um on the radio and then we heard that kind of music and it was sort of a revelation like it felt so simple and so real and um there was so much emotion in it and that was what inspired us to want to write the startling part of it is that you guys are from sweden I mean, if if it was something like from somebody in Missouri, that would make sense. Right. But you guys are from Sweden. I guess I've just I didn't think it would take two very very uh, pretty Swedish women to bring back <laughs> the steel guitar. How did you guys find American music to begin with, and not like the stars of Sweden when you were a kid? You're talking about being 12 years old and you're into like Emmylou Harris type stuff and right. Patti Smith. Right. That's more 16, you know, angst. Not 12 year olds. So. Yeah. Let me uh, pile on to his question. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think we're pretty premature. <laughs> like, well, we wanted to be like older yeah, than we were. Like, yeah. we didn't like we didn't go through like the regular like sort of teen angst. Like, oh, rip- you did. I mean, a little bit. But it was very short lived. Um, <laughs> but we were sort of like, let's be grown ups and like be serious, very fast. 
Although um, I will say, like, I mean, the band that we started listening to was Bright Eyes, and there's definitely a lot well, of it's emo, a lot of way. in that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I think the the answer for you is the internet. I mean, the internet just is doesn't borders don't matter. Borders don't exist on the internet. You can find any kind of music, yeah. and we found it. You know. We just started searching for that kind of stuff. And, and to us, it was very exotic. You know, it wasn't what we... I mean, we grew up with American music, yes, but that was like Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears, you know, right. uh, which is actually written by written by Swedes, so I'm yeah. taking that back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, <laughs> you know, it's very exotic to us, and it didn't have, like, I think if you grow up with country, like, in America, it just has, to, like, a totally different kind of, like... It's just, it's, you just have a different attitude towards it. And for us, it was super exotic and, like, interesting, and I think we just, like, were very objective in our way of listening to it. Like, you yeah. know, it just came from a different perspective and I think you can like tell how much we love it when you listen to our our songs. Consequence Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.